Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially, and to live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Empowered Life Podcast. Lisa Fiesek here and I'm so excited today uh, to be joined with Dr. Purnell. We're going to be chatting about the next 45 minutes or so with you about leadership. And everyone can be a leader. Everyone has those qualities. Everyone can step up and maximize all these areas of your life, maybe just starting with one And you can start right now. So that's what Dr. Purnell and I are going to be chatting with you about. How do you set strategic pathways and get some clarity and some focus and just go? Like your time is now. So that's what we want to inspire um, in the next 45 minutes together. So let me tell you all about Dr. P. Dr. P, first off, I should say thank you for being here with me. You know, it's a great day to be making your magic. So great to be with you, Lisa. Thank you. Yes. And actually, there's three of us on this podcast. I know some of you might not be able to see, but it's me, Dr. P, and Curious George. Those of you that will see the video will see Curious George is here with us. And we will get to Curious George in a moment and talk all about the significance and story behind him. But let me tell you about... Dr. P first. So Dr. P is insightful, witty, and playful, which you're definitely going to hear in this interview. He brings over 35 years of experience as an advisor to entrepreneurs and executives and leaders who are engaged and focused on building their strengths and define their strategic pathways and attain clear success. He leverages clarity and focus as those foundational elements in building relationships developing leadership skills, and the basis for his dynamic leadership programs. He's been seen on Forbes, on Fox, on NBC Morning Television. You're an international acclaimed best-selling author. And we're going to talk about those books. You're a speaker, a certified high-performance coach, and you truly do help people. He has helped people all across the globe. Now, you've got three books. Choosing Your Power was your first book that led you to become a Hay House author, and it has international acclaim. Your second book is with the legendary Brian Tracy, yeah, called The Winning Way. There we get that visual there. Love it. Um, And dives into that concept of the meaning maker. I love that. Meaning maker leadership. And you have your third book, The Significance Factor, that just came out in September of this past, uh, or 2016. And that focuses on the key steps that every person needs to take to transform their life of success and make it truly matter. And that's something my people that are listening really are trying to do. They're trying to leave that legacy. They're, they're trying to change their kind of daily, you know, thoughts and habits to really live that life of success and make it matter. Now, well, some other things about you. I have something special for your, for your audience. So we could talk about that too. How do they become, uh, take that significance and take that success and bring it up just a little bit. So I have something special. We could talk about that at the end. I'm so excited that gift we get to give people. Yeah, to, to say, okay, you've been inspired. Okay, now go. Take that exactly. next step. 
Exactly. And then just some other like off the cuff things about you, which is pretty incredible. So uh, you have your doctorate. That's why we call you Dr. P, Dr. Wayne, Dr. Purnell. Um, you've helped a lot of organizational teams, things like Schwab, Whole Foods. Um, and your dad was a dentist. And I can remember seeing a live video of oh. dad and the wisdom and just the awesomeness of him. So that really sparked you to uh, get into that organization senior consultant, um, you know, help dental professionals again, you know, make, make a difference in people's lives. And then you used to be, or I guess you still are maybe performing magic. You're a magician. So yeah, I used to cut my wife into thirds. Um, she and I would perform together and, um, I would always put her back together. It's so important. Um, and I'm not performing as much anymore. I don't, you know, I, I don't hit the stage as much because, um, you know, I've been authoring and things like that. So, uh, uh, but you, you can't take the magic out of a person, really. So, yeah, I love it's always that. in me. It's always in me. I love you know, My that. company is called The Magic of Dr. P. So that's, that's like, that's where dynamic leader programs came from. Mm. Um, and that, it's just because I believe that every one of us has our own magic. So mm, there you what go. beautiful thought. That magic inside you. We all have it. And it may look different for each one of us. Exactly. But you bring that out. And that's exactly. that part of, I love that the name of what you do is dynamic leadership. Because being dynamic is so, so key. And then yeah. the last thing I just want to say about you here is you're a fourth degree black belt. Yes. So a lot of people go like this and it's like, no, no, you're actually more safe around me. Right. Not. Like, oh, good to know. That's the whole point is like, you're not, you're not, you don't have anything to be afraid of with me. You actually are more safe when you're with me. So I love that. So come hang out, come train. You help people emphasize the power of awareness and choice. Definitely. In high pressure situations. Yeah. And that is true when you think about, after you get over that gut, like, oh my God, you're going to kick my butt. No, it's, you think about the discipline that's involved yes. in martial arts and in that way of life that it is. It's, it's slow. Isn't it like, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know, I've never done it, but it's like trying to be that step ahead and just being really methodical and being in it. Like you got to be present when you're doing things like that. Presence is everything really. You're right. And, um, it's, you know, the art that I studied is a multidisciplinary martial art. So it, it incorporates traditional karate, which is linear. It incorporates Aikido and Aikijitsu, which is circular. Mm -hmm. And from that, you know, what I bring to leaders is the idea of choice. That everything that comes at you that feels like an attack doesn't have to be blocked and countered. You know, it's not force against force. Sometimes... There's value in absorbing and turning. Sometimes there's value in evading, just not being there. Um, let the other person's energy go right by you. You know, it's like, grr, and if you're not there, it's sort of like, if, right? So I'll do this for the camera. It's like, Oof. and if you're like, that's cool, you know? It's, it's someone else's energy, and they're like, you suck, you're terrible. It's like, cool. So uh, if it's not yours, let it go right by. If it is yours, take it and turn it and, you know, own it and then turn it back. So with, as humans, we choose as leaders, we need to choose even more broadly. We need to be much more aware. What are the effects of this, uh, this energy that's coming at us, whether it's a, a personal 
a front or whether it's, oh my gosh, my uh, computer went down or whatever. You know, it's like, that's all a choice, how you choose to respond to it. Nobody's doing it to you necessarily, right? So how do you choose to respond to what you're being given in the world? Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful to think you do have the power. Sometimes it's easy to feel like the victim, to feel like you're being attacked. Yeah. Beautiful insight to say, wait, 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 okay, this is coming at me, but now I have a choice with what I want to do with it and how exactly. to respond to it, right? Exactly. And some people get so caught up in thinking that they don't have a choice, they don't have the power. So, and that's, you know, that's where this, my first book came from. Choosing your power is really about. Uh, becoming the person that you deserve to be at home and in the world. It's all about how do you choose to step up? Some people apologize for, <laughs> for breathing, basically. It's like, you know, oh, sorry, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Some people use, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, some people use language that, uh, that is deflating for themselves too or, or demeaning to other people. So it's like, what language are you choosing? What for yourself, for others? What mental state are you choosing? So basically in the world, how do you step up big and bold and, um, you know, be your, <laughs> be your big badass self? You know, it's like, how do you choose to own your space? Totally. And own that every day. Exactly. Every day. You wake up with it, right? So you wake up with it. 100%. 100%. That, that really is being, and I'm going to use a visual here, um, that really is what the uh, Dynamic Leader Program is. That's my phone. Isn't that cool? I love that. I noticed that when we were sitting next to each other at our mastermind together. So I'm like, oh, that's so great. Amazing. So, but that really is, you know, what stepping into being a dynamic leader really is about is uh, the power of choice and then the power of direction, right? So that's how you take your level of success, move it to the next level. That's how you becoming in becoming aware of others. That's how you become more significant, right? Is the amount of impact you have. So, yeah. Love it. So it sounds like a lot of your background has been put into these books, obviously. And, you know, you're taking pieces of what you've learned and sharing right. those nuggets and those lessons. So, we learned a lot about you, how dynamic you really are. You know, tell me a little bit more though. There's something about, um, about pizza here oh, yeah. that I have to ask you about. So tell me a little bit about you and your story about so, pizza. So yeah, this is like how pizza changed my life. And really, you know, um, when I was 42, I had a lot of success behind me. You know, I was consulting, I was uh, big and bold in the world, but, um, it also didn't mean I was happy, right? In fact, there were a lot of things going on in my life and I really, I was kind of far from happy. I wasn't, uh, I, I just wasn't. It, there were there were so many things that felt like they were in turmoil. And so that's the thing is that success doesn't always mean happiness. And I felt like I needed to get away. And I, my brother is 12 years younger than I am. So I flew to his house in, in Nevada. I'm sitting on Jeff's living room, floor pulling at the little strands of white carpet and because he's 12 years younger he's like hey he, he like growing up he he could never help me right being that much younger but because I came to his house he's like hey I'm so glad you're here I'm so glad you're here hey um what do you want to do what do you want and, and it was like okay try not to piddle on the carpet you know it was like um uh 
he's so sweet, right? <clears throat> he goes, I'll tell you what, let's get a pizza. Should we get a pizza? Let's get a pizza. I'm like, cool, let's get a pizza. Okay. And uh, he goes off to the, to the kitchen and he picks up the phone book. Remember when, you know, phone books yeah. existed. <laughs> and and <laughs> he flips through it and he picks up the phone and he, uh, off the wall. It was yellow with a big long cord. Remember those, right? So, um, yeah, well, it was, it was not dial. It was push button at that point, but yeah. So a rotary takes it back way far. No, this was, this was not that far ago um, when there were actually phones versus cell phones. Um, and he starts to punch in buttons and he yells to me and he goes, hey, hey, brother, because he never called me Wayne. Uh, sometimes he did, but he, you know, usually it was like, hey, brother, what, uh, what do you like on your pizza? And I'm like, well, pineapple and olives. And I'm like sort of rocking back and forth. I'm pulling at the carpet. I'm trying to be depressed or I was depressed and, you know, in that state. Mm -hmm. He goes, cool. Okay. Pineapple and olives. And he, and he starts to punch in more numbers and I yelled at him, wait. And I burst into tears and it was like, what? Right. And he hangs up the phone and he puts down the phone book and he comes over to me and he puts his arm around me and he goes, dude, it's just a pizza. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I know. He goes, what happened? I go, well, nobody ever asked me that question before. And I'm like, and, and he's, he's like, what? Right. What question? I, I go, uh, nobody ever asked me what I like on my pizza. I gave you the answer. That was the easy answer. I was going along to get along. The answer that was the answer we always had in, in our house was just easy because everybody, the kids liked it. It was just easy to get pineapple and olives. They liked that combination. Just get that. And there's no argument. And it was like, I'm not, I'm not sitting there. I'm like, what do I like on my pizza? And I realized in that instant, in that instant, that if I'd been going along to get it, get along, if I'd been giving away the small choices in my life, dang, what about the big choices in my life? And so, and so while the question of, Hey, there's this thing about pizza, what's your, you know, it's like, you know what, that one question about pizza changed my life. And it was, you know, I am certain that our listening audience and maybe even you have a, have some experience with going along to get along with giving away part of yourself until it hurts so much that you go, I can't, I can't continue to give myself mm. away. Mm. It was that that I started writing. And the, the working title of my book, this was almost, this was, it was many, 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 many years ago. Um, the working title of Choosing Your Power was A Worthy Struggle. Mm. And I wrote that, you know, the human condition is about this worthy struggle. And, um, as I started writing, I realized I was writing about the pain and I wanted to change that. And so a worthy struggle, I began rewriting it and a worthy struggle became choosing your power. And this came out four years ago. This came out in, in um, at the time of this podcast, 2013 is four years ago. So, um, and it's done really well. It's, uh, it's touched lives. And I wrote it because there were uh, people that would come to me in my other teaching 
and they go, hey, that's, you know, that thing you said, that's not in your material. Where's that? Mm. And I'm like, well, that's inside me. And they're like, you should write that down. So so I started to write down the things that other people resonated with that wasn't in the training material that I was bringing to them. Mm. And, um, And so in this, in choosing your power, I talk about relationships. I talk about watchwords, powerful watchwords. I talk about, you know, who, who we are to each other. Um, I talk about finding your voice, really, you know, discovering your voice, because that's what my struggle was. Mm. was I was pow- powerful out in the world, and, and I didn't feel that way, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got goosebumps listening to every word you're saying. Uh, that is resonating yeah. so much with me. Uh, and I know how much that's going to resonate with everybody listening. That's awesome. Good. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, that, that you reach out look at uh, dynamicleader.com and that's where you'll find my books. You know, I've all three of them listed there. So um, please, you know, reach out dynamicleader.com to see choosing your power. Yeah. And someone once described it to me as when you draw the line in the sand it's like that question of how many times are you going to keep stepping over that line? And the more times that you keep stepping over that line, the more times you lose your voice, you lose yourself. You lose yeah. one. Like for you, pineapple and olives, like you said, was the, it was the safe answer. It was the go-to, right? Yeah. And, and that's, we have not just that one answer. That's the problem is that if that was the only thing I had gone along to get along, if that was the only part of my life I had been giving away, okay, I could live with a pizza being not exactly what I wanted. (laughs) The thing is, that was the metaphor for the rest of my life, Mm. right? That I had been going along to get along, doing the right thing, doing the safe thing, and really losing myself as part of the process. So Um, if there was a guiding question that people can just like right now self-check themselves from that, would it be like, what do I want or what do you think would be like a guiding question for people to say? Well, I think two things. I think because what do I want is so vague. I actually don't ask that question. I ask a different question. Mm, Um, uh, The first thing, the first question is one of pain, which is, okay, darn it. Where have I been going along to get along? That's the first question because that's a reality check. And if you go, no, what, you know what? I own my entire life. I own it. I'm good. Awesome. Good for you. The, the truth is there are areas in your life you've been going along to get along. There are. Now, the question is, is that painful or is that working for you? Because, you know, for, for many people, there's a J-O-B job that people go to and there are expectations in the job. Okay. Okay, that is a trade, and that's a deliberate trade. Okay, now, if when you wake up, the first words out of your mouth are, oh, you know, like, not again, not this, uh, right? Change that, Mm -hmm. change that. And I have a different story about that, you know, where uh, for two weeks in a row, I had awakened, and and the first words out of my mouth were, oh, sh, right? (laughs) And I was in traffic and uh, the traffic was stop and go and stop and go and stop and stop, except I went stop and go. And so I ran into the back of a trash truck and it was like, okay, 
how much of my, like how much of a bigger wake up call do I need than to go? I just ran into a trash truck. Like it's not that I didn't see it. It was just, and we get into the patterns. Stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, stop. But I went stop, go. And I was like, okay, something needed to change. I changed my job at that point. I, it was like, I actually, uh, uh, had begun sending out resumes at that point. This was again, many years ago. And, uh, uh, the cosmos was looking out for me because my boss asked me to take a meeting. And one of the people I took a meeting with had my resume on her desk. Um, and she was coming to this other job to do some, some business with this other thing. And it was like, Oh, this is great. So she gets to see me in this role sort of professionally. And then I get to call her up and say, guess what? My resume is on your desk. Can I come play in your playground? So um, when you get clear, right? When you get clear that, that there's enough pain I want to change, you start to change. And so that's the next thing is, is one, have I been going along to get along? And two, not what do I want? In, in my work, we'll talk about the third book, I think, or I can talk about it now, which is, you know, in the significance factor, I asked this one question. What would you treasure? What would you devote time and energy to, to actually, like, cultivating, like, as if it's a garden? What would you treasure? Because that's a very different question than what do you want? Oh, I want to... Uh, have a giant car and I want a giraffe and I want uh, and it's like what do you want really what do you want exactly exactly and so and so it's really about what would you treasure Mm. because this is about it's not oh I wish you know this thing it's not wishing I wish this thing would drop on me and I would have it then I would I, I have what I want it's like what are you willing to put yourself into heart and soul Mm. to create right what would you treasure and whether that's a relationship or a job or a thing you know some people want the thing oh i i would really treasure having a bmw i would really it's like okay cool then what are you willing to do for it Mm -hmm. i would really treasure having uh, a relationship that works finally okay who are you willing to become Mm. to have that what kind of work are you willing to do on yourself first? Well, people should accept me as I am. Yes. And right. Because if you've always had those kinds of relationships, that means there's something broken along the way. So look in the mirror, what would you treasure and who do you need to become to have it? Yeah. For me, it jumps out. Like it's not actually the thing. It's maybe the feeling around Like you maybe you don't want to be like you want the BMW, yes. but maybe you want to ride in style. You want to be comfortable. You want to feel secure. You want to be proud. Yeah. That that like, that's what was jumping out of me is that it's maybe yeah. not the tangible. What do I want? Oh, well, I want the BMW. I want yeah. the feeling, and this and is what I'm willing to do to get there. Right. And that's and that that's right. So right. So I want to feel respected. I want to feel. Um, like I've made it. Okay, good. Right. And what happens is when you get there, here's, here's one of the things that I talk about again in, in the significance factor. One of the chapters is on success. The first chapter is on self, right? 
um, there are six steps to transform your life to make it truly matter. And the, and the first step is what do you value? And, and then it's, um, you look at strategy, who are you in the world? And then it's success. How do you, how do you define success? And here's the thing is that we have this idea of success that's up there somewhere. Right. And, and it's like, okay, if I can get to success, that's great. And what people don't realize is that in getting to that place of success, that journey changes you Mm. so that when you get to that place of success and it's like, Oh, I finally got the job, the BMW, the penthouse, the whatever. It's like, how come my life feels empty? It's because you're a different person getting there than you were when you started out going, Oh, I wish I had because now success, it's like, okay, I have this good. Now what? And that's so critical. That's like, that's where the excitement happens because that's when you turn on and go, there's more, mm-hmm. there's more. Yeah. Right? And that's where the breakthroughs happen too. Right. So say that. absolutely. When you believe and you go and you see you're capable of more, it's like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I love it. So pineapples, olives, and garbage trucks mm. made, a, made a big change in your life, right? Those were your wake up calls. Now I'm going to go back a second. Cause you, you, you threw, Oh, oh curious. Do you want to talk about curious now? Let's talk about it. Since you're waving them in front of me, let us talk about curious George. And then we'll go back back. So when I was with you at the mastermind, we're both in Brendan Richard's mastermind. And I can remember it was a room full of like a bajillion people. And uh, I was like, Oh my God, I want to, I want to get a good seat so I can learn. And I like ran up to the front and I see seat, Curious George, other seat. And I'm like, oh, that's where I'm going because I'm curious about who's sitting there. That sparked my playful nature in me that I'm awesome. like, my curious and playfulness, awesome. um, which I have sometimes a hard time bringing out, right? So when you're talking about the whole volume, now I'm like, I'm good now. I used to, I should say. Right? <laughs> But, um, so tell me, so tell my audience why this curious George, cause correct me if I'm wrong. He goes everywhere with he you. He goes everywhere with me. Yeah. He's at the table and all your mentorship and leadership meetings and yeah. all of things. Yeah. Even right. So we I'll set him at the, at, at the head of the conference room table. Uh, even when I'm with the suits, right. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. And so the, the, the first question is, uh, what's with the monkey? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like that's great it's a great place to start because here's the thing it's not just george it's curious george mm. and and so my belief is that if you exactly if you start in uh <laughs> if you start in curiosity this is this is really the key is that if you start in curiosity and you ask a question of what if or what's with or what about it's different than saying why, why this, which is sort of a, a blameful kind of question. What, what about this is curious, right? If you start in curiosity, you cannot be in judgment. And so entering the world in curiosity is an amazing magical power that most people don't realize that they could turn on in any minute. Instead of, oh, traffic sucks. Oh, that guy sucks. Oh, you know, my job sucks. It's like, no, 
No, it's like, what about today can I do to make a difference? What can I bring to make the people around me smile? What can I do to make my environment different so that it sucks less for me? Or I might even have fun with it. And it's like, that's awesome. So here's the thing is you can't actually think about or see Curious George without um, <laughs> smiling or laughing, right? It's sort of like, that's why I bring him. And, and he's, you know, because I bring him to, you know, e everywhere I go, you can tell from my surroundings, I'm in a hotel. Um, I'll be bringing him to a, a group I'm working with today. And uh, I actually worked with them yesterday and they asked me, they asked me, hey, did you bring the monkey? Did you bring George? It's like, yes. So he was sitting out the entire day. He's the first thing I see, or one of the first things I see in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it's a great reminder to start my day. Stay curious. Mm -hmm. One of the, uh, I teach three core concepts of, of C's for leaders, right? Three C's. Mm -hmm. And the, the three C's that I teach are clarity. Like, do you have a really clear sense of purpose? Are you clear? Do you have clarity of who you are, your values, which is, which is why I start there in the significance factors. Your values are about yourself, right? So do you have a clear sense of who you are? Mm -hmm. The next one is communication. How do you communicate, one, who you are, and two, what you want? And it's not always verbal. Sometimes it's in the way you carry yourself, right? Are you carrying yourself in a way that says, I got this? Or are you carrying yourself in a way that says... I hope nobody notices that I don't have this, <laughs> right? And it's kind of uh, apologizing in the world, um, which again goes back to choosing your power. Like how are you choosing to, to step up and, and be in the world, right? So, so clarity, communication, mm -hmm. and can you guess what the last C might be? Curious. Yeah, so the last C is, is being curious, curiosity, exactly. Because if you carry that level of wonder into the world, mm. it keeps you playful. It keeps you engaged versus judgmental of, uh, you know, that person in traffic is, an, is a so-and-so. And, -so, and uh, this person who, who treated me this way is a so-and-so. It's like, if I'm curious, I might decide to have a different story about their lives. I don't know much. I don't know anything about who they are, right? So um, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe, they're, maybe they've just come from chemo. Maybe they've just come. It's like, I don't know, right? So it's really, it's not about judgment. It's about, I wonder if. And it puts you in this place of compassion, which is perhaps the a fourth C, you know? Um, it makes me think about kids. How kids yes. live their life curious and there is no judgment when they're little and everything is like in wonder and awe and you know they just they they're very curious Which exactly. I have to say is why kids always ask the question why okay why that and I know that's one of the words that you're not so and I, I always ask the question why so Wayne tell me yeah why should we not ask the question why so, okay, so here's the thing, right? In Choosing Your Power, I talk about 10 key watchwords. Mm. And why is the number one watchword? And 
Yeah, no, yeah. So I'm saying eliminate it except for a couple of specific places. The reason I don't call it a kill it word, you know, never ever use it word, um, it's a watchword, right? So use it deliberately. I think if you're an engineer and need to back sort of sort of uh, backwards engineer how something works, then you go, well, why did that happen? I think that if you're reflecting for yourself, you can ask, why does that matter to me? Mm. And, and, you know, when you do that four or five times, actually, uh, there's another book out, obviously, by another author. And, and my, uh, my steps, uh, I was surprised when that book came out because my steps actually parallel that, which are, you know, you ask yourself, four times, you know, and why does that matter to me? And why does that matter to me? And it's a self-reflective journey. Where it's used badly is when it's used to blame, shame, and actually, you know, put another person down. And I know, I know with all certainty that our audience today has been on the receiving end of that question. You know, why did you do that? Why didn't you call? Why are you late? Why did you bring potato salad instead of green beans? Why this? Why, you know, and it's, and it's like, well, there's no right answer. You know, why did you leave? Why did, why? Here's, here's a great one, right? Because parents do this to their kids all the time. Why are your jeans still on the floor? Mm -hmm. The accurate answer to that is that's where I took them off and gravity kept them there. But if a child responded that way, that child would probably be, you know, in detention of some sort forever. Right. So the question to ask is not why, but it's what or how with the end result in mind. So it's like, well, okay, here's this living space. We all live in this place. What can we do to keep the sink clear? What can we do so that the living room floor doesn't have anyone's clothes on it where it stops being blameful about you. You suck. You left your things. Why are they there? You don't want the answer to why. And that's why I'm saying eliminate it, you know, watch it, choose what or how with the end result. It's what I call the EPO, the envision positive outcome. Choose that. Like what's your envision positive outcome? Well, my envision positive outcome is that we have a clean sink and that a, we have a living room floor that is free of clothing. Awesome. What can we do to create that is a different question than why are you flipping jeans on the floor, mm-hmm. right? And do you know, you use that question with me. You probably don't remember, but I'm going to share a very quick story that I remember this exact question with our audience. So when Which I first met you, yeah. sat next to you at that conference, and you had your book, because I was like, oh my goodness, look at your book. It's amazing. Tell me a bit about that. And you were like, I'm a number one best-selling author. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. That's what I want to do. And you didn't say why. You were like, oh, why does that matter? I said, what about that matters to you? Or, yeah, what about that matters? And I was like, what, 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 what do you mean? Right? And then I was like, I don't know. I got to sit with that for a little bit. And I got to really <laughs> think about that. And I think the answer for me was I just wanted to get my message out there and yeah. see a lot of people. And I felt like if I had that number one best-selling author behind my name, that would do that. Where when I sit and think with that, I don't need to have that. To have that definitely opens up doors and it's an Absolutely. incredible thing. But when the true significance for me is just to share my message and serve, 
if that happens with five people, then that's still success. That happens with 50,000 people, that's success. So, so you kind of made me sit a little bit in my tracks there and sit with that and go, huh, all of a sudden you're talking about the BMW, like, do I really need that behind my name to do what I want to do? Exactly right. Yeah. So it's the question is, and, and what about that is important to you? And what about that matters to you? Um, not, which is, which is what a lot of people face when they're first starting out or when they've got this enthusiasm, they're faced with why? And that's a very different question, right? Because that is very attitudinal. It's blameful. It's slightly shameful. And the only word, there's a word that comes after that question. And that word is because, and it's sort of like, it's either the obstreperous adolescent that goes, because that's where, you know, that's where I want to go because, or it's um, because, uh, what? Like defensive. almost. Defensive. Yes. Right. So the adolescent pushback of because girl, or the, the true child that comes out and go like the cowering child that goes, because, um, and, and it's really searching for the right answer because uh, what answer are you looking for? Yeah. And, and that's where people go with it, which is, which is why to eliminate why. And so I look at, you know, when I asked you questions, my, it was more of an interview for you to be self-reflective. What about that, you know, book ha- would matters to you? What is your envisioned positive outcome? What are you after really? And what you're after is this sense of, I could serve more greatly. Mm. Awesome. Is the book the path for you? And that is, I think, what our audience needs to be thinking about is if I only had this thing. And one of my one of the chapters uh, in Choosing Your Power is called If Only, right? If I only did this, if I only did that, if only. And it's like, it's not that. Mm. You've got more power in the world than, than putting everything on this one thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? what about that thing matters to you, mm-hmm. right? And, and how do you get there either to get that one thing? That's cool. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying there may be other ways of doing it. There may be other ways of getting there, 100%, right? 100%. And in choosing your power, is power, power is not one of your watchwords, is it? Like power oh, yeah. sometimes, sometimes people are like, power is a word. I love the word power because I yeah. Power can be used for good or power can be used for evil. And I always think power is a good thing. Empower yourself, empower others, step into your power. But some people are like power. Oh, like, like tell me a bit about why you use that word, choosing your power, especially in the entrepreneur and leader or like stay at home mom that needs to like find her power. Like tell me a bit about that word power. So yeah, that's, that's great. So I have, uh, I have an online course called the direct power system. Mm. You know what it's like you plug in you you have power in the world most people uh, Who are struggling who feel like oh the if only thing oh if right they don't realize how much power they actually have in the world And so I'm deliberate about the the title of the book, which is choosing your power Mm. Which means that you actually do have a choice and when you have a choice you, you are uh, closer, that much closer to freedom, true freedom. And so power, like anything, could be used for the positive or the negative. I mean, you know, a, a telephone could be used for good or bad. It's like I could use this to communicate or I could use this for total distraction, you know, and it's like, and, and, and so it has a time and a place. Yeah. 
Um, I'm looking around, like a pen, the same thing, right? You could use this for, for better, for worse. You could use, uh, you know, it's like, um, is, is a knife, for example, a good or bad thing? It's, it, 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 how it's used, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, when people go, oh, power, I can't be powerful in the world. That would mean I'm suddenly evil. It's sort of like the, the blocks people have about being wealthy. I can't, I can't get over my money hurdle. We'll stop owning it. First of all, it's not your hurdle. Um, it's like, you know, stop the word my, it's like, there is a hurdle. Okay. It's a mental hurdle. Good. Um, uh, but money's evil. Look at all the people that have money. It's like, yeah, look at the people that have money. If you're looking at different people, they're not the self-centered ones that you may have been studying. They're actually the people that are choosing to, uh, start schools. They're choosing to educate. They're choosing to uh, offer food, clothing, shelter. They're choosing to, it's like with, with the right tools and the right wealth and the right mindset, you can affect so many more people. And so really the word power is the same thing, which is when you have this, people want to resonate with you. People want to come to you and then your message gets spread that much further. And so, uh, you know, really it's, um, it, it's about how do you step into it? How do you own it? How do you generate it? How do you, um, how do you affect other people with it? Right. Mm, I love that. So I have one final question for you okay. before we give them an offer because your books, I need to get your books in my people's hands. So okay. let's talk about the offer, but I have one final question for you talking about, you know, stepping into your power and making change and what do you own and what don't you own and what do you treasure and all those things that you shared with us. What are you the most excited about? Like we're almost at the end of this year. Can you believe it? Like December's right, almost right around the corner. Like how are you going to step in? What's the next level for you of your power? How are you going to step into your power? And what's like that next? Because you've had a, a great, significant success. Yeah. But we always got to keep serving and, and working. And so what's next for you? What are you most excited about? To step That's in great. So uh, two things. First of all, um, I want to back up just a little bit. Because when you say, oh, there's this offer, people are afraid I'm going to sell something. Oh, yeah. So it's, a, it's actually a gift. Right. So it's not a, it's a gift. Ooh, yay! So I'm giving, I'm giving something away. So, uh, so there's that. And then uh, I might show you where you can buy something, but that's, that's separate. Um, what am I working on? So uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's great to be in a place to say I'm proud of me. And I think, you know, that's something that the listening audience, the viewing audience needs to be able to be able to, to, to get to that place to say like, look in the mirror and go, look, you know, in the past 10 years, are you the same you that you were? And the answer is probably not. If, it, if you are the same you, you've got some work to do. My guess is you've changed in the last 10 years, in the last five years, in the last two years, in the last week. Are you growing? Are you the same you that you were yesterday? And so really it's, um, I know I'm not, I know I'm continuing to work on myself. I'm proud of me, right? I have choosing your power. That's my baby. It's like, that was my first book. When I, when I released that, that was like, oh, I wrote a book and people actually like it. And, and 
two people don't. That's awesome. (laughs) What stops people from getting out there is what if nobody likes it? Okay, what if one person does? Right? What if one person does and I've touched one person's life? Good. Right? If nobody else does, I'm okay with that. Not really. Right? In my heart, I want everybody to like it. And at the same time, I know not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to like my message or the way I wrote it. That's okay. Right? So choosing your power was like, oh, I, I did something. I'm proud of me. And then it was like, then they have the opportunity to write this thing with Brian Tracy. That was like, yeah, because I grew up sort of listening to Brian Tracy in my car, right? So automobile University. I was, I would listen to him and he'd be inspiring to me. So to be able to contribute to that book was amazing. And, and then it was like, but I have more inside of me. And And so I created uh, the significance factor, which I also have an online course that's called success and significance. And, and so for me, what's next, which is what you asked, because the significance factor came out last year, uh, September of 2016 and and it shot to number one. And I'm just so proud of that. And, and so what's next is uh, two things. One is I have another book in, in me, it's not ready for release. It's not even half written, um, but it's, it's, it's on its way. And it does have to do with, uh, <laughs> with my words, right? So, uh, you know, making your magic. And, uh, and so that's part of what's next is I'm not done creating. And then another online course and probably an event, although I'm like, do I want to create this event? I do have uh, mastermind retreats that I run. Right. So rather than me being on stage and doing a, a big, big, massive thing, uh, I actually prefer to work with, um, you know, eight to 12 individuals who are like, let's get let's get intimate. Let's get close. You know, and I don't mean intimate in that way, but it's like, let's mm-hmm. let's be vulnerable together while I'm working on me. Right. And and that's amazing when you can go away for a couple of days and go, all right, what do I truly value? Who am I really? What have, what have been my obstacles and what are the ways around those, right? So that's what I'm working on, right, is I'm putting all of that together. And that'll, that'll be coming out in 2018. You'll, you'll see a new book, uh, maybe even two, because I'm co-writing one with somebody else. Uh, <laughs> wow. You are, on the, you are unstoppable and on the move. Which I- on the move. Well, yeah. And that's, here's the other thing is that, um, you know, it, it's all about high performance. It's all about being the dynamic leader, right? So there's my plug. Being the dynamic leader. Um, Love it. It's, it's all about that. It's like, okay, you could go to a job or you could go to a job and, mm-hmm. right? You know there's more in you. Uh, find a way to block an hour a day, two hours on the weekend. You know, it's like wherever you can. Um, take that time for you to write your notes down, to start right? To start. hundred percent. I always tell people the first step sometimes is the hardest. And then once you do it, then you go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you've proven you can do it. You've proven it's possible. Right. So yeah. Good. So you have been such a gift to my (laughs) listeners. I love your personal stories. I love absolutely everything that your books are about. Uh, I love that you've got courses and I just love that you just shared so much. You just gave so, this is like a podcast that you want to go back to 
yeah. and you want to take notes and you want to revisit and you want to revisit it six months from now. You know, you, you've, you've really put those concepts in there that we can always be assessing. Are we okay with this? Where are we at? What do we treasure? What do we like? Like all That's those so things. important because it's iterative, right? You're not done. Yes. Right? What I, if I wrote down what I said I valued and looked back 10 years ago, I'm a different me. So it's always so important to be asking that question. What do I value now? What's important to me now? Right? It's so, timeless. Yeah. timeless. This exactly. Right? Yeah. Now you have a gift that you want. You already gave us such great gifts, but you've got another gift. Tell me about that. Okay. So here's the deal. Ready? Right? People have to remember my name in order to get this gift. So the significance factor, you go to waynepurnell.com, W-A-Y-N-E-P-E-R-N-E-L-L.com slash free. You can download the book. You're giving the book? Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness, Wayne. Thank you. So you're like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's my gift to your audience, right? It's like, it's, it, we're all here, right? The listeners, the viewers, you're here because you want to get better. Mm. Get better. Don't let anything stand in your way. Get better, there right? Take that step. And then, and then, you know, if you want to have access to the online course, there's this magical thing I'm offering. So then you go to either uh, waynepurnell.com or dynamicleader.com. Mm -hmm. You will see a big red bar that says, hey, check out the new courses. And there is the su success and significance course. Mm -hmm. There is the dynamic power system uh, course, direct power system course. Um, and you can get either of those courses for $100 off uh, using the keyword magic. Now that's only good in where the podcast is timeless. The, the, the keyword magic is only good until the end of October of 2017. Okay. So you have, because at the time of this recording, we're at the end of September. So the end of October, it goes all the way up to Halloween day, right? So, uh, you can use the keyword magic in the promo code and you get a hundred dollars off, which is a significant amount off of the price of the course. So uh, waynepurnell.com slash free to get this book. Do it, uh, everybody. Do it. Crazy if you don't. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And, and then uh, to check out the courses and to, to, to get a hundred dollars off, um, you know, go check it out. Click the big red button that says, what about these courses? And uh, enter the keyword magic, because really, I want people to keep making, keep making your magic. That's really, that's one of my key messages. Keep making your magic. You've got it in you. Let it out, right? I love it. I love it. So thank you for not only a timeless, inspirational talk, but also a how-to with those guiding questions. You're giving us, that is your bestseller book, right? Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. You're giving us your number one book. Yeah. And you gave us the last 45 minutes or so of your time, which we're just so, so, so thankful for. I'm so thankful to have you featured on my podcast. So, so much love to you. You're going to have tons of love for me and my tribe. Curious George, thank you for hanging out with us and keeping us curious. And that is a wrap, friends. We'll see you next time on the Empowered Life Podcast. 
You've been listening to the Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.